The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on I mean, it's pretty serious. Oh, you think I'm so? I'm not going to No, I'm not going to lie. I mean, what the, what they've said, I mean, Sarah, if this is if this is legitimate, it which it's not. I mean, this could be one of those things that could be a really big problem for me. I don't even know like in what context you're I'm speaking. I'm telling you, about. it's a very long email. All right. It says security breach. Oh boy. It said that my friends and family will never look at me the same. Like I don't exactly know what's happened, but I didn't this mean is... to cough like that. That was like I didn't realize they were threatening you like that. Oh, it's everyone a... will be filled it's... with shame when that they knew you. Basically, yeah, that's what's going on. We what? need to talk about this. I need okay. to run it through, run it by you. Yeah. Well, everyone, this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I also want to say thank you to everybody who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicks on the Audible link right there at the top of the page. Ooh. Click on that link, sign up for a free trial, get two free audiobooks. Greg, that's so many audiobooks. So it's many audiobooks. One. And know that you are supporting... <laughs> A fine local podcast like Fun Employment Radio for but, free. I mean, that's it. That's, well, what audiobook are you listening to? I'm still in between. I need to get a new sci-fi book, but I'm thinking about doing. I'm thinking about actually going back to a classic that I have never listened to. That I feel like if I'm really going to commit to this whole sci-fi thing, that I've become some like Star Trek thing or something. No, I'm not going to get any Star Trek or Star Wars fan fiction because that's just a world I'm not going to. Once I get into that world, it's never ending. You can't come it's back. like yeah, it's like if I started playing Skyrim or something. Like I can't do that. So. Instead, I was thinking about trying Dune because they have the new movie that they're filming. And oh, well, you need to watch the original. You, you know, that's. I don't know if I ever have actually watched the original. You know, it's, it's David Lynch. I'm so excited. You're finally David. getting into David Lynch. David Lynch made the first movie. No, 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 oh, no. Yeah. David Lynch made the first Dune movie. David Lynch. Are you did, serious? It was, it was ill-conceived. It was his first like big blockbuster movie. Yeah, and it's actually Kyle oh, McLaughlin's. Oh, no. Kyle McLaughlin's the star. Wait, it's the Twin Peaks of sci-fi? It now the, I'm not into it. It is. St- you, Greg, come on. Oh, my God. Oh. One of us. One of us. I didn't realize. What if you fall in love I with mean, it and you're a, just like, I need to see the movie. And then you're sort of like, oh, my God, I've misunderstood David Lynch this entire time. I he's a goddamn genius. Any problem with people who like David Lynch, I just think he's a nutbag and he's found a very, very, I mean, kudos to him. But, I mean, I think most, I don't think there's higher meaning to Wait, most of the stuff I'm a nutbag? No, David Lynch. But you're saying if he's a nutbag, you mean that everybody who likes him is no, also a nutbag? not at all. I mean, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying David Lynch. Not I in think, a bad way. Not I don't think there's any secret way. genius behind what David Lynch does. I think he just he was genius in that he's gotten this role and he can just think be he a is weirdo. An amazing artist. And he just throws stuff out there and then people interpret meaning on it. And he's like, yeah, okay, that's what it is. You know, that's I think I think he's very smart. In anyway, but, yes, David Lynch did um, did direct the first Dune movie, and it was Kyle. Did you know that Kyle McLaughlin actually went to um, University gosh, of Washington? This he went to away UW, from it so and then much. when uh, when David Lynch was trying to find somebody to star in Dune, he went uh, to the theater department in at UW and and saw Kyle performing, and he's like, "That's going to be the guy." 
Well, send me recommendations because I'm in need of a book, not downloading Watch Dune. Dune. Come on, uh, Greg. And, then we can uh, talk about it. I've never read the book, but I've seen the movie. All right. Well, so I, can, anyway. I can fill in all the plot holes for you. No, that's not that's. I can not, tell you some more facts about David Lynch. It'll make you feel good. closer to the subject matter. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Audible link mm-hmm. right there at the top of the page. Mm-hmm. I won't mm-hmm. be getting Dune. Send me your recommendations. Um, all right. I need to read what, what was sent to me because this is something that I found was shocking. It was appalling. It could be life-changing. And uh, I have to treat it as real because it tells me right in the very first sentence that I have to treat it as real. So here's what I got. Would you like me to read the email to you? I really am confused of what you're talking about, so yes. Okay. So this was actually sent um, – I mean it was sent to my podcast at digitaltrends.com email address. Well, so you know it's legit. So I know it's, I know it's legit. And uh, it says – here's the thing from – podcast at and then space uh, less than sign digitaltrends.com. So and then it has my email address in the in the parentheses. So the subject line so it was is de- it was designated for you specifically. Well it says from that email address Whoa. to the email address. Whoa. How can you do that? Well they explain. So the subject is security breach and with a big exclamation point. And it says hi there. As you have observed from the topic of this email, your system has been compromised. Oh, no. To demonstrate you we possess complete (gasps) access to your system, we sent you this message from your personal email account. See the from mail address. There it is. Wow. So it's sent from... Mind is boggled. You're like inside of the matrix right now. The monster was inside the house the whole time. Um, So... So and then it says we will tell you the way we gained access to your vi- to your device and what you can do about it. So maybe it's you know you some benevolent hacker, some a white hat hacker, something's going to do something good. And then a it just white launches. White hat in- hacker is the dorkiest thing you've ever said. No, that's the actual name. But the good hackers. Yeah, white hat hackers. That is not a thing. I'm I'm serious. That is. Wow, and there are the what the, what the black hat hatters hackers. I don't know. I never really thought it through. Yeah, because white hat means good, right? Yeah, seems kind of racist. They're hacking for. <laughs> I didn't come up with the term. I I don't. I shouldn't be repeating it anymore. I'll stop repeating it. But that's the term of what it's called. Like hacking groups that hack things and then tell the companies, be like, "Hey, you got a security system breach here." Oh, okay. So the companies that ha- that hire the hackers to hack their systems. Yeah, or people that just do it for bounties. Like companies will be like, "Hey, we'll pay. Uh, we'll pay fifty grand if you can hack our site." Well, because I know like white hat and black hat from like Westworld. Yeah. Or, like if you pick the black hat, then you're then you're no, a bad boy. If and- you're like a really good hacker, the companies have bounties for you to hack them. Uh, duh, I've seen the their- movie Hackers, Greg. I know. Anyway, let's start start with a jarring sentence here. Here's the next sentence. Some time ago, you visited a few XXX, in parentheses, porn sites. <laughs> One of got these sites out for doing the taxes. Was, <laughs> was infected with a malware, in parentheses, Trojan, that we created. The malware downloaded itself onto your system, giving us complete access. Whoa. That's in parentheses, or, or uh, excuse me, uh, capitalization. Um, to your files, email, and social media contacts, data, browser history... And so on. Even if you adjust all your passwords, we will all we will always have access because our malware keeps our back door open. Oh, That's I a bet weird it way does. to phrase it. Yeah, <laughs> we downloaded all your data there are all to sorts our of server. Euphemisms in this, you know, like everything that they're writing. Yeah. And every once in a while, we triggered your cam and recorded some video clips of you while you quote satisfied yourself. It does not watching say that. XXX content. It does not say that. It does. Oh wow. I recorded some video this clips of you while you 
satisfied yourself watching Triple X content. That sounds like something I would say to just try and creep you out. Oh, it's super creepy. Yeah. Now, continuing on, it said, you are most likely considering what we will do with all the data and the dirty video clips we possess (laughs) of you. (laughs) This is your own choice. Continue on, and we will tell you how you can choose what our next step will be. Oh, no. You have two options to choose what we should do. One. You do nothing and ignore this email, Uh and we will forward all your data, browser history, and the filthy clips we recorded with your camera (laughs) (laughs) to all your social media and your email contacts. On top of that, your device will lock up, and you will never be able to use it again. Your social life will be ruined, and your relations with your family members will never be the same. They have really gotten very specific about these threats. (laughs) We don't think you want that, so carry on. Option two. <laughs> two. You pay as a fee of $650 in bitcoins. If you don't know how to utilize bitcoins, use any online search engine and type how to purchase bitcoins. <laughs> Many sites offer bitcoins immediately with your credit or debit card or bank account. How do I get bitcoins? We suppose you want to go for alternative two, so here are the guidelines. And they go through like this bitcoin. Sure. Bank that you're supposed to send stuff to. Mm-hmm. Our server is tracking the earlier mentioned Bitcoin address. When your transaction comes in within eight hours, you will receive one last message to inform you what site infected your system. We will erase all your data on our server. The malware on your How system will kill itself. How can they prove that they have deleted all of your sickening videos of you satisfying yourself? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> and we will no longer be able to access it. You will never hear from us again, and you can go on living your life like this never occurred and nobody needs That's to know. That's what all blackmailers say. They say that they're going to get rid of it, but uh-huh. they always hang on to a copy. Yeah. If the transaction does not come within eight hours, you understand what will happen. Option number one. You have just eight hours, so you better initiate the transaction right away. Good luck. And that is what uh, what I received wow. from my email account. So can you write back? How do you respond? Um, I don't want to respond from any company email address, but I think I'm going to create a separate one so I of can write back to this. To. I mean, I have to respond. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm going to be responding to that. I'll respond today. Um, I'll wipe it out so that – because they don't know. They send out masses of these, and it's clearly not from my actual email address. Mm. But this is how they get people, that who people who panic and be like, oh, no. Greg, are you saying – that we might have another romancing this band. I'm not saying anything yet. But not quite a romance, but what is it like? Uh, what would you be doing to the spammer at this point? I'm not Maybe sure. You need, to, you need to turn it around and get him to give you bitcoins. Or get, send me videos. Mm-hmm. Well, you've seen my videos. <laughs> I showed you mine. Now you show me yours. I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to be replying. Uh, I, will, I will absolutely reply. In regards to the wait, what, what was it again? Regarding, I want to make sure I get your the actual videos term. of you sati- disgusting S- videos of my you filthy videos. Yourself. In regards to my filthy, disgusting videos, where I satisfy myself. God, that is so gross. It's so gross. Like who writes it like that? I don't know. I it don't sounds know. Sounds like somebody wrote like yeah some like written porn books or something. It is yeah. It, I mean the thing is that kind of stuff it does work. I mean they. They must – they send out probably millions of these and eventually somebody's just going to give them money. Well, I mean even like when we had the Sklar brothers in and um, I can't remember if it was Randy or Jason, but one of them got tricked. Yeah, uh-huh. They – even like adult humans who like work in media and everything like who are used to doing like things on the computer can get tricked. <laughs> yeah. I like mean, he's some, sitting there giving like his entire like social security number and Yeah, while his, well, his wife's accounts. yelling at him like exactly. don't do that. It's trickery. I just – I feel like I don't really believe anything. 
well, yeah, the, or like on the phone. Yeah, well, no, on the phone. Yeah. It's definitely hard. I mean, that's a huge issue. I'm still getting phone calls from people because my number, my phone number, is being used as the masking number for spam calls. So lucky. Which totally so sucks. So lucky. There's some angry people out there. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, anyway, this is the email I received. So clearly, it's very serious. Clearly, I need to take this uh, seriously, and um, you know, we'll have to figure it out. Okay. I will definitely. You reply have that. to write back. What do you? I will t- absolutely reply. What, do you know what you're? Uh, what you're going to make your handle? <sighs> no, because it has to be something that absolutely looks like somebody's legit email address. You can't be like you know writing back the spammer or whatever. Well, no. What I'm going to do, I'll tell you exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm just going to forward over the copy and all this stuff to my to another email address, or I'll, I'll copy it and paste it, mm-hmm. and I'll just change the from and insert the new email address that I create. So it's never even attached to my. Oh boy! Anything I've that fallen I actually asleep own. since you've been describing this. Let the the master will keep the secrets to himself. Gross. Sarah. Well, hopefully his secrets don't <laughs> get like blasted this, all over the internet. This filthy videos. This filthy shameful well, you videos. Satisfied yourself. God, that why is do they the put worst. satisfied in parentheses? I mean, it's just like it's so disturbing. I don't know, but the way they they put it in parentheses too. Uh, yeah, they put it oh, in parentheses. God. Satisfied. Satisfied. Oh. Yeah, it's really. There's something. I mean, the whole thing's unprofessional, but there's something about that that makes it seem even more so. There is something. Yeah, that just just adds just a little bit of an extra. Picking that word is just creepy. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, that's what happened to me. So <laughs> that's exciting. I will let everyone know. I will follow up to this email, and if I can get it, I'll, I'll get send something off today, um, and then hopefully I'll get a reply back in the meantime. I hope so. So we will. We will see. Regarding my filthy videos. Filthy secrets. So you've seen them, have you? <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> oh, there's so much I can do with this. Also, just for the record, I think Greg and I are both. Uh, you have? Do you still have a sticker over your camera? Uh, I've got I've got covers for my camera for both work camera and personal one. I've Uh-oh. got like little sticky things that yeah. Is it is it covered? It looks like <gasps> you just kind of panicked. Oh one no! Are they watching you, satisfiers? Gross! God. That is so gross. It really is. Oh, which right, is why you... we're gonna have some fun writing them back. Yes, awesome. It's been too long. That's a really solid one too. It is a pretty solid yeah. one. Did we mention that we have our special guests joining us? I don't think we did at the beginning of the show. Oh, I launched yeah. right in. Our special guests, I apologize for that. Where's a little spastic today? We're a little bit spastic. We have uh, two very wonderful guests who are going to be joining us here. So we're going to be joined shortly. by uh, Brady Smith and Joshua Dean from The Stand Up Diet, which is a podcast, which is kind of, it's like a dental podcast and a comedy thing. They're, I know they're rebranding. They're going to be changing the name of it. So we'll let them kind of describe what's going on. Yeah, but they do some really cool things. Yeah, including but not limited to um, donating uh, like dental work to people who really need it. Yeah. It's, it's a really, really neat thing that they do. It's pretty awesome. And Plus, also, yeah. Brady is a dentist, and he had actually hired me to paint a picture of their office pet. So uh, I'm going to be giving that to him today, too. Which that I'm unveiling excited will about. be happen. yes. happening. So all that's going to be here in just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, but let's do a little bit of World of oh, Crazy. Oh, hello, my friends. My Oops. name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my World of Crazy. Crazy. First Spoilers. up, have a delicious... Guinness World Record, Greg, that was broken. An Australian pizza chef has now broken a Guinness World Record by putting together a pizza pie with 154 varieties of cheese on I think it. I was racist the way you just said that. What? A it's pizza nice. pie. I just wanted to hear you say that that was more so. Mamma mia. 154 types of cheese. 
on a piece of pizza. That sounds like something you would like. I would love that. So Johnny DiFrancesco, a chef at 400 Still Gradi works. in Melbourne, uh, held the Guinness World Record for the greatest variety of cheese on a pizza when he created a 99 cheese pizza. Uh, he lost uh, the record when someone else upped the cheese content to 111. Oh, so I think somewhere here in town during Portland Pizza Week which is actually happening next week. Right. Which we're going to have our buddy on from the Mercury um, tomorrow. Yes. But um, they had a hundred – remember they had a hundred cheese pizza? I don't remember that. Yeah, it was one of the – I think it's – I love Pizza Week, but I think the specifics stick into your mind a little bit it's, more. It's, it's my thing. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't be able to recite exactly. Yeah. Um, so they have 154 types of cheese. Uh, so he decided to create this. He said it was a it was a culinary challenge, but he was able to defeat it. Um, so there are cheeses, uh, including the likes of gor- gorgonzola. How would it be that much of a challenge? Just put a little bit of cheese from 140 Pecorino, cheeses. Pecorino, Telegio, aged cheddar gouda, and, a, and many, many more. Well, the chef said the cheesy pizza was a hit with customers and sold a total of 797 of them in just five days. It would have been 798 if I was in yeah. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jacob in the live chat for the Fun Employment Ready Supporters Club members uh, just said Scotty's Pizza did the yep. 100 cheese pizza. Indeed. No, I didn't want to say their name though because they they haven't participated since because the, they're doing great. They're actually a locally owned business. That's fine. Oh, never mind. But they're I'm not going to be participating. So I mean, they're fine. Erase them from your mind. They're delicious though. I'm just bummed that they aren't participating. But go uh, there anyway. Anyway, all right. Story number two. Deputies. In Oregon, of course, this is an Oregon story because well, everything embarrassing are. comes from Oregon. An Oregon sheriff's office said that deputies responding to the report of a burglar locked inside of a resident's bathroom found that the suspect was quite unusual when they discovered that it was a Roomba. <laughs> Somebody thought that someone had broken into their house, forgetting that they had left their Roomba They on. own a Roomba, but they forgot they had one. And they were looking under the bathroom door could see shadows moving around. Oh, my. Not, couldn't hear the... Exactly. It's not... Yeah. So some Washington wow. County deputies, they responded with a canine unit when a woman called to report a burglar would lock themselves in her bathroom and she could see their shadow moving under the door. The department said deputies forced their way through the door with their guns drawn. They uh, said as we entered the home, we heard rustling in the bathroom. Um, so this is from Deputy Rogers. He said we made several announcements and the rustling became more frequent. She must have a huge bathroom. Yeah. I'm thinking my bathroom's so tiny. Well, what is this Roomba cleaning? Like, doesn't it stop at some point? I mean... I mean, maybe it's like a never-ending Roomba. It's spending a lot of time underneath the tables and chairs. Seems to be bumping into them. <laughs> well, this, uh, well, they I were able to open the bathroom door, threaten the Roomba, and they encountered a very thorough vacuuming job being done by the little vacuum cleaner. Wow. I wanted to give you that story because this story is so awful, and I'm sorry. It's not like Sarah. We don't need to do awful stories anymore. It's not awful, awful, but it is. <laughs> Oh my one of god! The worst headlines. Not the day is not the day to do one of your terrible world of crazy. It's not. Stories. It has nothing to do with anybody losing body parts or anything. It has nothing. It's just the context, the specifics of it. It's just awful. Sarah, am I am I going to be mad? Probably. But I have to tell. This is world of crazy, and this is one of the most bonkers things I've read in a long time. I'll just read you the headline. In Taiwan, doctors... I don't think I want to know. It's not anything grotesque, like everyone's fine. Well... In Taiwan, doctors find four bees living inside of a woman's eyelid. Oh my god, that's disgusting. 
In Taiwan, a woman suffering from a swollen eye went to the hospital where doctors found four tiny bees living inside of her eyelid. Oh, that's so gr- I'm taking my headphones off. I'm No, Sarah. Hung Chai Ting, uh, the head of the ophthalmolo- ophthalmology department in Taiwan, uh, said he noticed what Sarah, looked like. Come on, dude. We live in the age of, like, human centipede and stuff. I can tell a story about a woman who the doctor discovered she had bees in her eyelids when they saw insects sticking or insect legs sticking out from it. We live in the age of human centipede. Okay. When he noticed what he thought were insect legs under the woman's left eyelid so, and using dude, a microscope to no, discover... No, that's fucking enough. Uh, no, I'm going to talk over this. That she had no. sweat bees, Sarah, which are a thing. Did you know that sweat bees are a thing? Dude, like, this podcast was going really well. So uh, this woman, identified only by her surname, he says that she thinks the insects blew into her eye while she was visiting a relative. Sweat bees are known to nest near graves and fallen trees. Only in Taiwan, so you're fine. Uh, the woman was found to be having them... That's... In her eye. That's gross. They were removed Dude, and she gross. was treated for her infection. She's expected to make a full recovery. Doctors said that the insects were alive when they were released and they were apparently survived. Stop it, mood. Knock it off. By feeding on her tears. Sweat bees that feed on Sarah, human tears. Yeah, that was tears. really gross and not necessary. Like, for real. Did you know there was such a thing as sweat bees? Okay, that's enough. Did you have anything else? Or is that it? That is just... I don't know. I'm not trying. Like this is okay. Just that's enough. That's enough. I'm not telling anyone about the picture. I haven't even looked at the pictures. That's I don't enough. Look at the that's enough. Oh. That's your world of crazy. We should ask our guests if they've heard of sweat bees. No, we should not. That's enough. It's not that bad. It is that bad. Bees For me, eyes. it is that bad. I. No. Well, I'm sorry you're being such a baby about it. I don't care. You can call me a baby all day long about it. <laughs> I think it's interesting. You know who would find that very interesting? Derek from Black's Pest Services. I bet Derek from Black's Pest Services would find it I interesting. I bet he would. Next time we have him on, we're going to have to have him tell us all about the lives of sweat bees. That's in a different way. That's like a clinical way. That this I'm okay clinical? with. We are not clinical. You are not clinical. I'm half doctor. So it's pretty clinical to me, actually. Black's Pest Services is legitimate. They are awesome. Blackspestservices.com. Go there. Schedule your appointment to have them come check out your house. They're still wow, uh, working Greg online. Wow, really thrown off. I really don't like that story that you just told. Well, I'm sorry. It's my responsibility. How am I supposed to? People sent that to me. What am I supposed to do? Just ignore Tell people? Them. Yes, you're to ignore them. I think them. that's so sweet. I love our friends who are just like, hey, there's a story about sweat bees. I think of Sarah. <laughs> Thank you. com. Go there. Take a look. If you have any bee problems, let them know. Uh, you can uh, hire a bug nerd by calling now, 503-723-7957. For real, they're amazing. And uh, blackspestservices.com. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> You're fine. We'll be back here in just a minute. We're You've already be... said that. I know, because you threw me off. This You're is fine. so disturbing. You're fine. All right, we're going to take a break. We're back here in a minute. We're going to cleanse the palate. With Brady and Josh, Joshua, from The Stand-Up Diet. Back here in a minute with more fun employment radio. You threw me off. (laughs) Okay, I'll wear this now. If you guys do cool sound effects. Lots of clown horns. (laughs) Yeah, I I I want to hear all that. You want to be able to hear it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. Have you ever heard of sweat bees? No. Oh, my God. 
Sweat bees? Don't sweat bees. We ended the last segment with Sarah bringing up a horrible world of crazy story about something called sweat bees. and it's Where this woman was found with uh, bees living in her eyelid because there are what? these things called sweat bees that can live on your tears. They're Doesn't like tiny like little bees? Of, yeah, they're tiny little bees that live inside of like, – they can get into your eye. They're like, found at grave sites and fallen trees. Oh. And she thinks she was visiting a grave and some of them blew into her eye and then she's had like her eyes been irritated. Oh, and she had four great. sweat bees living in her that's, eye. That's all I need is more reasons to be uh, legitimately terrified of the world around me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. This is Greg what, is not taking that's it what very I needed. well. He's this being a baby This is what Sarah's done to me yeah. too. And like, now now it's, it's bit, one more thing to be afraid of. Cool. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Hello, everyone. Uh, very, very happy to have Brady Smith joining us right now. Yeah. Uh, hello, Brady. Thank you. Uh, hello. How are you? Doing well. Thanks so much for Brady, coming in here. We're so happy for, to have you in. Thanks for letting me on uh, the show. I appreciate it. Oh, my uh, gosh. Well, first of all, And we thank should address you. to you that Joshua couldn't be here. Yes. Yeah, Joshua Dean. Mm-hmm. He's, he's on some, like, super secret military buddy of mine. Mission. He's on a super secret mission. Can't even talk about it. <laughs> and uh, Did we just blow his cover right now? He's just like, saving he's... the world okay. little by little. <laughs> and he wishes he could be here, but he couldn't be here. So, yeah. But, you are here. But I am. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I got nothing going on, so I'm good. <laughs> like, nothing important. Well, it seems like you kind of have a few things. You that have some stuff happening. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got a few things. Because, <laughs> Brady, I think you are actually the first dentist we've ever had on the yeah, show. That could yes. very well be true. Yes, all yes. right. To our knowledge, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Holy or, no, or somebody just didn't admit to it before. I think you would be pretty proud. Like, would you, you like keep that dentist. under cover? Like, oh yeah, yeah, Dennis. We talk about being Dennis. We're like we're Do like CrossFitters like? <laughs> uh, or, or vegans. <laughs> like uh, you're never you, not talking. You walk into a room, just like first thirty seconds of conversation. It's like I'm, I'm a, a dentist. Hi, I'm, I'm a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> now, is there any rivalry with orthodontists? Because oh, I spent a lot of time. This is a I good had a question. lot of teeth yeah. work when, done when I was a kid, and. Um, I spent a lot of time in orthodontist's office. So uh, going one way, orthodontist to the dentist, they depend on the dentists, the general dentists, for mm. their livelihood. Oh, I see. Because we refer to the orthodontist their patients. Most oh. people will go through a dentist or a pediatric dentist office. And so orthodontists rely on these general dentists to feed their practice. But as general dentists, we don't really – Rely on them. So for they anything. need you more than you need them. Yeah, that's yeah. usually the relationship. So that's why they send us like assortments of fine cheeses and <laughs> oh, that's they woo you jellies and jams and uh, nice. Yeah, just nice stuff. So we're always getting uh, general dentists always get like little treat baskets from the specialist because they what? like hey send them my way. They wine us and dine us. Absolutely. That's pretty amazing. That's so What's yeah. the coolest Fancy. thing you ever got? Uh, I've done a lot of trade work for like with like patients and got some cool stuff. But uh, uh, I got tickets to um, – when I was in Colorado, I got tickets to uh, like Nuggets games. Oh, nice. And Broncos games. Sweet. They were always like sending oh, those cool. out and I was like, like yeah. keep it coming, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> keep it coming. Still not sure who I want to send this one to. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, but but no, not, not really a rivalry, mm-hmm. I don't think. Do you feel like there's a rivalry? No, not at all. Oh. I just um, I just spent like way more time because I had all kinds of like crazy like torture devices in my mouth when I was younger. Like yes. I had one of those rake things. Yeah, and oh, I had the lock. I had the, yeah. I had the lock and key. You had to, you had to the turn crank. the key like every mm-hmm. crank. You like had to once crank a it week, every day, and then I would cry. Yeah, and I'd have the, yeah, yeah. So I had like the brackets. That's a palatal expander, and those. Uh, it hurts so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And then so with do they that, still do those? Yes, they do. They okay. do. I didn't yeah. think that wow. existed anymore. Usually on a younger younger child. Uh-huh. Uh, I was like because it's grade. easier to traumatize them. Yeah, so, right. So, <laughs> yeah, really scar them for life. Yeah, from- yeah, you you get it. Uh, <laughs> no, because their bone is less dense, and so it's easier to expand their bone. That's what you're. Uh, lit- okay, you are literally splitting your skull. I know. And wow. And, and, 
taking a piece of, so you're using your teeth as the anchor points and when you crank that little crank it it makes the little metal bar push against your teeth laterally oh, in each direction cuz it had the four brackets and it literally yeah. Splits the suture that connects two halves of your skull, oh so Jesus. that it goes out wider. <laughs> I remember how painful it was. Yeah. I can still remember what. And the... then we explain that. Say six thousand dollars, please. <laughs> I still remember right. what the key looked like because my mom would bring it out. She'd be like, yeah. "It's time, Sarah." I'm like, "Oh God, no!" And it had like a little piece of dental floss like dangled yeah. from it, and then she'd crank it, and I'd cry. Oh man, it's time, I'm Sarah. Flashbacks. <laughs> it's terrible. And with that, like my tongue was, you know, because I was always pushing against it. Because I was like yeah. tongue thruster. Yeah. So I always had <laughs> lines. From the metal bars, you have like very straight-looking teeth, though. Now, thank you very so much. It, was yeah. it all worth it? It was. It was totally all worth it. You Take think, care of your yeah, teeth. Now it's good. <laughs> wow. But good. Quite honestly, I can't remember the last time I went to the dentist. But I floss. That's fantastic. You probably okay. don't even need me then. All right. You figured out our it's secret. Been a while. If you floss, like we're useless to okay. you. Okay. <laughs> that's that's it. Just <laughs> that's flossing, it. and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what What made you want to become a dentist? What was it that drew you to that? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, so I guess when I was like 19 or 20, I was pretty directionless. Uh-huh. Didn't know what I want to do. I have a good relationship with my parents. And my mom said, you ought to look into dentistry. <laughs> that was it. And I happened to have an old, like a Boy Scout leader. I was a Boy Scout. Uh-huh. Awesome. And I had a Boy Scout leader who was kind of like a mentor type of figure for me. And I said, okay. So I went to his office, followed him around. I said, Okay, I can do this. I was always good at school. And mouths don't gross you out? Uh, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> and then, so the Boy Scout leader was always available to go on, like, Boy Scout trips with us. Okay. That's what kind of was also, like, he's got like, time. Okay, yeah. He can pursue other things. Uh, and I was like, okay, I'll do that. That sounds good. And then I did it. That's awesome. No, and I... How and long I, is dental school? Uh, four years long. Okay. After After... Your undergraduate program, so usually, usually it's an eight-year road. Dang, because it's like four years of undergraduate. Mm-hmm. Get like a whatever major in biology, or get a four-year degree, bachelor's degree, and then you move on to a four-year dental school. Huh. I went to University of Pacific, which is the only three-year university. Huh? Which was pretty awesome. That, uh, is that the one? Where's that located? It's in San Francisco. Okay, that's where. UOP uh, University of Pacific has a undergraduate campus in Stockton, California. Okay, and then they have the dental schools in San Francisco, and then they have a law school in Sacramento. That must okay. have been fun to go to college in San Francisco. That yeah. is actually the reason I chose. I, I University wanted to go to college. I, in San I was Francisco, choosing yeah. between University of Washington and University of Pacific. I only applied to two schools, which is super weird because I only wanted to live in Seattle and San Francisco. And then Seattle uh, uh, rejected me. So it was really easy to choose San Francisco. Francisco. That was it. San Francisco is where you go. Yeah, that's it. So how did you find your way from – so you were in San Francisco. Then you were in Colorado? Out of school, I went and joined a a group called Comfort Dental, which is a franchise, a dental franchise. I've heard of it, yeah. And it's uh, it's very unique in the dental world in that like there's no employee – it's a true franchise. So basically, uh, like, it's not the same as, like, a gentle dental, Willamette dental. These are all very different. Most of those dentists are employees. And there's an office manager who kind of is the top of the hierarchy. So are you an independent contractor? Exactly right. So I buy buy all my products that I want. I hire. I fire. I manage payroll. I kind of do everything, like, from the managerial standpoint of, like, a normal business owner would do. Uh, But my relationship is with, like, it's a marketing type of relationship with my – with the corporation where I pay them a certain royalty and then they 
advertise for me. They put uh, radio spots and uh, uh, billboards and they get me patients and, huh. and teach me business model type of stuff and uh, give me like continuing education credits and do webinars that teach me how to be a that's better dentist. That's so cool. So I, have I this find cool, this fascinating. Yeah. 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 I think I yeah. And that's what I thought. I thought it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. So I – yeah. So I started uh, sharing this with other people. And, and uh, are you talking about with the podcast? Yeah, so I thought. So tell us, tell us about the, tell us about the show. So uh, the podcast, unfortunately, it's not available for consumption just yet. We we're trying. It's in the, it's in the labyrinth of iTunes algorithms. Gotcha. Being oh. submitted, but we do have. Uh, we've had about ten or twelve episodes that we've recorded, and it's. Uh, I do it with uh, my co-host. His name is Joshua Dean. Super funny guy. Uh, he has an Instagram account called JPDX. You can follow him. It's super funny. Um, and uh, what's the name of the show? The name of the show is Drilled. Drilled. Drilled podcast. This is forthcoming. Forthcoming. Yeah. So the, like yeah. this we're the week. host of the stand up diet. I did stand up diet, mm-hmm. which was a super fun experiment and learning process with uh, Amanda Arnold. Super funny. It was great. It, there, you can actually super find funny. the videos online too. Yeah, we we recorded those. You can look on YouTube and find those. And stand up diet. Absolutely, you should listen to that. It's super funny. And then we just had like scheduling conflicts that made it very difficult to yeah. coordinate. And so, uh, and I wanted to go this direction of really kind of going full dental, just full <laughs> dental. You can't go half dental. Got to go full right. Dental. You got to go full dental. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we have a different topic. Our episodes are usually about thirty minutes long, thirty forty minutes. And then we also have this segment that we're super stoked about where we uh, so great. we invite all of our guests. So usually it's just me and Joshua talking, but occasionally we have guests that come in. Okay. We've recorded about four of these, and they are just hilarious, uh, where I invite my guests to experience nitrous oxide. <laughs> oh, my God. La- la- laughing gas. <laughs> while we perform a dental procedure. And most of the time it's just a simple cleaning. Wow. But I offer all my oh guests. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. I need a cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> Come on guess. down. All right. <laughs> no, I ab- absolutely. You two are uh, super invited. I, I, I think uh, your Fun Employment Radio guests would enjoy seeing you guys on uh, uh, nitrous, nitrous oxide. oxide. Oh, that's God. hilarious. Uh, it's for medical purposes. Yeah. Have you guys ever done it before? <laughs> it's been a long time. I mean, I have when I was a kid and yeah. had yeah. stuff done. Yeah. So, I remember that. It sounded like something bad I know, happened yeah, to when I yeah, had no. stuff done to me. <laughs> I so, don't remember the details. No. So then um, when a guest comes yeah. on, we have this segment that's videotaped. It's actually not part of the podcast, but we will be uploading it to YouTube. Okay. Uh, have a YouTube channel, Drilled Podcast YouTube channel. Nice. And so uh, uh, people can check that out. We do have an Instagram account called Drilled Podcast, which people can kind of follow right now to uh, kind of get the announcements. And that's going to be the first place where things are announced. It's okay. Drilled Podcast uh, at, at Instagram. And I think that's all we got mm. right now. Uh, but these segments on Nitrous. So Nitrous is a uh, it it kind of the use in dentistry is to overcome uh, phobia, right? Mm-hmm. People who are phobic, yeah, of dentists, which is a real, very real thing. I mean, anxiety is, which I want to talk about that too. Terrible. Are you terrible. phobic of dentists? No, I'm not phobic of dentists. I mean, I've had some bad experiences. Okay. Actually, I, one I talked about on the show was a place I went to, and it, there's just a couple of bad experiences. But like, yeah. people just you know some of the usually it was something where there's like a ton of people and. Not very considerate, I would say. 
was one of the issues. Also, one of them, I was laying down and I was looking up at the light, and it was full of flies. And so that oh, that kind of threw me Lord. off. You didn't like that. Mouth open. Yeah, you, I didn't, you didn't like. I that. didn't like the idea that at any not moment, not into the flies, a fly could fall at into my open mouth. At least they weren't sweatbees. Yeah, yeah, you know that that's sounds. True, they were not sweatbees. At least they're not laying eggs in your in your eyeballs, in your sockets. Um, oh, somebody mm. just posted a picture of Steve Martin from The Dentist. Uh, oh, yeah, classic. So this is what they picture. Or is that Steve? so? Like, isn't that Steve Martin? No, that looks. Oh, like, is that um, somebody else? Yeah, that looks like That's okay. Else. Sorry, I got it wrong. You're a little discombobulated. Well, no, what I, what I wanted to ask, though, was about the dentist thing. Like, have you had to experience that and go through that a lot with people who are afraid of dentists? Almost daily. Whoa. Really? Yeah, almost. So you tell them what you do? or Almost daily. So we have a number of drugs that we use, not just nitrous <laughs> oxide, that kind of can put people up in the clouds and make uh-huh. them uh, either not care or completely forget. Like, we have, like... Like we can use like uh, – It's the range from not care to completely forget right. yeah. somewhere in between. So if someone's coming in to get wisdom teeth out, something like that, they don't, oh, want, they don't want anything to do with like remembering or experiencing that. So I, we use the – you can prescribe like things like, like Xanax or Valium, which are anti-anxiety uh-huh. or they're called anxiolytic drugs. And uh, a lot of people, especially on Xanax, will report just blackout periods. So they just don't remember Wow. Just don't remember having it done. And then when, in there, when they're in the office, obviously they have to have like someone who's transporting them to do uh-huh. this. But yeah. So and then you're you, – I mean so those are drugs where you're high on – you're feeling the effects of the drugs. I shouldn't say high. It sounds too recreational. Yeah. But you're feeling the effects of the drugs for long right. after the procedure. Nitrous oxide – is an on-off switch. Yeah. It is, I can turn it on and I can turn it off and in two minutes, you are back to normal. So you get this euphoric kind of everything is wonderful feeling. It's like when you're like two glasses of wine into your night. <laughs> you, you, and, Why did you look at me, Brady? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's Wild good, guess. It's a good question. <laughs> is it accurate? It's accurate. Okay. Very accurate. Good. I feel better now. Yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you're like you're two glasses of wine into your night, uh, and uh, but there's no uh, hangover. Yeah, there's no empty feeling of regret <laughs> that that's associated you're with not it. Still talking about right. me, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, maybe I could be. I don't. Never. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So it's just this, and it's fantastic, and it's just so entertaining. Like, what kinds of things do people say when they're on that? Oh, I bet they say bunker. Oh, stuff. they sing. Uh, they start singing. They tell story. People get into their stories that are just uh, not relevant to anything <laughs> that we are talking about or doing. But it's so important to them <laughs> to tell you stupid things. <laughs> and, and if you try to interrupt them, no, 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 no. Let me, let me finish. I gotta tell you. You gotta know about this. And they, oh my god. So, and then, and then you do laugh. It's called laughing gas. Nitrous oxide is referred to as laughing gas because it does make you think that things are funny. Uh, there's a scene in, I don't know if I remember, it's Tommy Boy or Black Sheep. I get, the, I think it's Black Sheep with oh, Chris Farley yeah. and David uh-huh. Spade. Yep. And they're in a car where nitrous is leaking right. into the car. And they say the word road, and they like, keep on saying it over, ro- <laughs> road, 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 and it's super funny to them. That is 100% accurate. Like, you, <laughs> you say a word, and you'll hear the word, and you're like... It's like you're hearing it for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I had a patient in the chair this the other day, and we said the word grill. And they just like, that's a funny word. And they started <laughs> laughing, and it became like a hysterical, hysterically funny thing. Uh, but but the good word. thing about this is that it... it it creates uh, also a sense of like, okay, doing the dentist isn't like 
all that bad, especially because mm-hmm. I get it, this nitrous stuff makes it a lot better. Yeah. And that's kind of the point of the podcast, too, is kind of helping to demystify dentistry in a, right. in a, in a little way because dentistry is super confusing, super mysterious. Mm-hmm. I think that adds to the fear tremendously. Yeah. So being able to provide a product that kind of shows all kinds of procedures being done and people not only just tolerating it but kind of enjoying themselves mm-hmm. while they're doing it. Yeah. That's super helpful for me in kind of uh, demystifying my profession. We get a lot of unfair uh, reputations, or I should say procedures that we do have a lot of like unfair reputations like root canals and uh, dental implants. And I was going to say, why is it that there's that stigma? Why do people have that? Because I think we all know that. Because everyone, I think, is so self-conscious yeah. about their mouths probably. And there's probably that you part attach of a lot it, but of also yourself. like fear though. Yeah. Yeah. So my answer to that is is that there's a lot of – most dental procedures go very well. Um, but the ones that don't definitely are a very vocal minority. Yeah. So the so a root canal that doesn't go like you think it's going to go. That's, uh, that's someone that, for example, <laughs> can't be kept numb. That's not normal, but it does yeah. happen, and that sucks. And we would turn the cameras off if that was happening on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like, don't look at that. We were, we we're going to do another episode, do a different one, <laughs> scratch this one. Uh, so I think that's part of it. But most procedures are uh, uh, – things go fairly smoothly with even surgical procedures, wisdom tooth removal, teeth removal, uh, dental implants, root canals. But people kind of just don't know what they are when you see a video of it. Yeah. They might go to YouTube for their research. They say, I'm going to go YouTube. I'm going to get my wisdom teeth out next week. I'm going to go YouTube. Uh, oh, no, wisdom don't tooth do removal. that. No, it's a mistake. No. Yeah. I actually woke up during my wisdom teeth removal. And they oh. had to like – it was – I remember the scraping and I was crying. Yeah. And there was like – I remember hearing somebody say, she's awake. Oh, no. And like they gave me yeah. more of the gas and then I, I was back out. But That's interesting. So it's it, – I don't – Put people under for wisdom teeth removal. It, well, I, yeah, I was under. That's funny because I was having a conversation with somebody mm-hmm. the other day. I was in C, it was in Seattle in like 98. Keelan is commenting right now on the live, seri- live stream for the Supporters Club um, about waking up in the middle of a wisdom tooth extraction. Yeah, that sucks because you paid good money to go to sleep. <laughs> and to yeah. wake up kind of – think you should get your money back personally. Yeah. But I don't offer that because it's it's another level of liability when you have someone actually under, like needle in the arm, oh, yeah. IV bag dripping in, like right. uh, major anesthetic drugs that will put you uh, – usually we call it conscious sedation. But uh, yeah, I don't do that. Conscious sedation. Yeah, because you're technically con- – yeah. <laughs> So you have li- levels of anesthesia. Like general anesthesia is mm-hmm. when like you're intubated. There's a machine breathing for you, right? Okay. That's like you're getting like uh, an appendectomy or a – uh, major surgery, right? Wisdom teeth surgeries, we don't put people under general anesthesia typically. That happens in a hospital. But they put people into conscious sedation, which a nurse comes by and puts a needle in your arm, and that needle is connected to an IV bag, which drips a medicine into your body. And kind of just call it conscious sedation, but kind of you're sleeping or sleepy, but definitely you can be slapped out in and out of it. And mm. you're breathing on your own. Wow. That's the that's the main, main difference is that you're breathing on your own. Greg, huh. conscious sedation sounds like a band that you would have been in. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Had I known that term, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Or at least would have been a song. And then um, uh, like a Valium or Xanax, Valium or Xanax, like a pill, is considered to be like uh, oral sedation. Okay. And then uh, laughing gas is under this category of like analgesia, which is not okay. anesthesia. It's analgesics are kind of euphoria-inducing okay. drugs. 
So do you wow. still um, – so we were watching the videos earlier about you gifting your services yeah. to people. Is this something that you still do? Yeah, 100%. So, so every, talk, yeah, talk about that. Every yeah. episode of Drilled Podcast is going to offer $500 of free dental work. Every single episode. That so is it's gonna, incredible. It's going to come out weekly. Uh, you actually – so we, we're sneaky – and we sneak a secret word into the episode. And you have to listen to the episode Good job. to yeah. know what the secret word mm-hmm. is. And the first person to email the secret word uh, would win that. And you can gift it. You can gift it. If you don't want it yourself, you want to gift it to somebody else, that's fine. But that's, that's good for 500 bucks coming to my office. And anything wow. that we, any services we provide, which is going to be you know, cleanings, uh, extractions, dental implants, crowns, root canals, teeth whitening. I was just going to ask if you did that. Teeth whitening. Ah. Yeah. We do Botox at our office, which wow. is super fun. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to go. I want to yeah. get work's done. Listen, we can Let's videotape the whole this. thing. Oh, man. Be awesome. <laughs> so every episode is going to do that. And then um, if you're familiar with the stand-up diet, what we did and what we'll continue to do is a nomination type of process mm. for a major – uh, what we'd call kind of a full mouth rehabilitation. This is a life changing service. It is life changing. So yeah. what I what we ask people to do and what we'll continue to do is uh, we'll ask our listeners to nominate someone. So the rule that I put in place for that type of giveaway was you couldn't nominate yourself. Mm-hmm. You had to nominate somebody else. Uh, so um, people nominated uh, friends and family members, and uh, it was a very difficult. Uh, selection process. I bet. Because I just wanted to give out all of them. You can't do it for everybody. And and the ultimate goal of the podcast for me is to create a network where I can do that. Mm -hmm. So to to create a network and and have a a platform like a podcast where I can offer some exposure to like dental professionals who can then offer their services. So if I get 10 applicants or nominations, I can provide 10 different people with that service wow. so wow. that's the ultimate goal is getting other professionals on board with what we're doing and because i've found most dentists actually do want to do that kind of stuff that's amazing yeah. i mean this is this is your job and you want to take what you can do and use your product and help other yeah. people so going back maybe like uh i would say probably three years ago i really started hating my job mm-hmm. like on a day-to-day basis i did not like it which sucks for a dentist because we put eight years we're in tremendous yep, debt. <laughs> we kind of don't know how to do anything else, you know. And and to not like your career is kind of a just a like, well, well, too too yeah. bad. Yeah, you know, this you, is what you chose. Yeah. This is it. Like you're doing this. Um, and what changed things around for me was uh, uh, free dental work. It was just a thing that like uh, wow. I had a a woman uh, that I. Uh, I ate Wendy's a lot, so I got to know them very well. Uh, um, like, they recognized me, I recognized them, and there was this woman that I always saw who had just very visibly terrible teeth. And so one day I just gave her my card and said, come on by and we'll take care of that. And we did one of our – it was one of the first ones I ever did where I just took someone 100% under my wing said, I'm doing all your dental work if you'll let me. And she said, yeah. And so I've, wow. I've had a lot of people that I do that. Now about once every couple months, I will usually – find someone either within my office or find someone out and about uh, places I frequent and I get to know people mm-hmm. and I say, uh, you know, if I have the ability to help make that change for people, I, That's amazing. I just wow. really want to do that. That is really, And it really turned cool. my whole perspective around from my own job. Like I, now I really look, look forward to finding 
those types of opportunities. And that so is it's so amazing. Super fun and super cool. And for me, it's made a big difference. Like my, the way I approach my job now is very different than the way I approached my job uh, three or four years ago. So you're a podcaster with a purpose. Do you have a purpose? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Greg, that's I feel cool. so purposeless right now. <laughs> yeah. So when I when I created a, a podcast, to me it was these were the things that have to be a part. I have to have, I have to have this aspect of it uh, as part of it because, uh, well, it's what I can provide. It's what my contribution to society mm-hmm. is. It's what I know how to do. It's my. It's like my only skill. That and I shred on guitar. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Greg plays bass. You're a musician. Play. It's true. Yeah. yeah. I'm in a band, too. It's a cover nice. band. It's not. <gasps> Still? Does it have a, is it a good cover band name? Uh, we are abs- definitely mediocre. Uh, One specific band that you cover, like a tribute style or, or all over the board? No. See, we can't, we can't, we can't tribute. We have, to, we have to have everything. Uh-huh. I so love we, me a good cover package. band. So we do like Bruno Mars. Then we'll do like uh, Guns N' Roses. Then we'll do, uh, uh, we do uh, like Weezer. And then we'll do... Leonard Skinnerd. Uh, so we're kind of all over the place. Modern stuff, new stuff, old stuff, kind of everything that we like. Dude, we'll have to talk to you because we've been thinking about doing – we might need to talk to you about that. If you guys sing or want to join in, you guys are more than welcome Oh, to. God, no, no, not so, singing, but I'm saying like oh. for an event sometime that would be really Yeah, we're fun. called The Playlist and we're on Facebook. Yes! Cool. See, yeah. that's a solid cover band name. I thought so. Yeah. Because it's, it's a playlist, right? The Playlist. I, yeah. See, as much as I like bands like – Guns N' Roses or ACDC to be a cover band and only play that exclusively. Right. I don't know about that. That's a lot. It's a lot. I, I think they get paid more money. commit for that. Yeah. I, I think they get paid that. better and that helps them yeah. do that. Well, one Probably. of the other cool things about Brady's office is, in fact, you do have an office mascot, don't you? Oh, yeah. We have animals. You have animals. So animals, animals. multiple. Well, I have, two, I have two practices. And I, um, the pra- one practice is on Mill Plain and Choklov in Vancouver. And we have a bearded dragon. A very novice beginner pet. Very easy to take care of a bearded dragon. His name is Blue. What do you feed bearded dragons? Uh, they eat like uh, fruit, uh-huh. lettuce, or kind of roughage, I guess you'd call it. And then they eat like little, uh, they're called superworms. They eat okay. crickets, little bugs, kind of a mixture of everything. And then I graduated to chameleons. When I, so I opened a new practice in 2016 uh, closer to Camas, Washington on 192nd and 20th. Both are named. And we'll make sure to put all the information in this episode. So oh, thank you. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, and that's both are called Comfort Dental. And um, when I opened that, well, re- recently, not oh, when I opened it, but recently, I thought, well, we need a, we need a reptile, there as well. What What made you choose reptiles? I like reptiles a lot. Okay, so you're the reptile it's, it's, guy. It kind of. Oh, well, the, you're a reptile. Yeah. You're pretty badass. A dentist who's a reptile guy and plays in a cover band. Right. Yeah. That's a full life you lead, Brady. It's, Do you have a leather jacket? Uh, oh no, but I could. <laughs> Greg I should really get one. wants a leather jacket. Should I get one. About it. With, talking about with it some fringe while. or something yeah. like. Oh, that. Oh, that'd be cool. But I think I'd want to graduate into that. Yeah. It takes a special person. Like, yeah, to you got a fringe. Yeah, the fringe is a whole thing. I'm not sure yet. Definitely. I'm not sure. Yeah. So I've so it's a panther chameleon. They're beautiful animals. They are enthralling to watch the way they move, the way they eat. Uh, they're just the way they have these like hands that look like they have like five thumbs. It's just like the way they grip things is so cool. Weird. Oh, wow. Oh, and yeah. Then and then they don't eat with their hands. They, eat with, they stick their tongue out like when those little sticky things that you used to play with when you were little. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's how they eat. And they have just amazing accuracy. So they can be like, you know, seven or eight inches away from their target. Just boom. Oh, that's whack. cool. They get them. Grab a bug. Yeah. Wow. So like on our like 
uh, on our Comfort Dental Camus Instagram page, we post videos of like slow motion of them eating like crickets and stuff. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Well, I do. So is it Lido? Is that how you pronounce Lido. it? Lido. Lido. And that comes from like uh, lidocaine, which is the <gasps> anesthetic that we use. <laughs> oh and kind God. of instead of Fido, it's Lido. So, that is so dorky. It, yeah. It. No. In fact, most dentists will say – they won't ever say lidocaine. They say, I need a – I need some Lido. I need some Lido in here. Well, I do so. have a painting. Oh. Oh. So, Sarek so Stillen was commissioned to yes. paint a picture. You posted something on Facebook, Greg, that about, that, about you painting uh-huh. uh, and, and that you did all these animals. And I, I did looked a at, lizard. But yeah, I did. Uh, what was that? The first? I think it might have been a bearded I saw dragon. a bunch of dogs is what I saw. I did but dogs. I was like, I've done dogs. I've done an emu. Oh, that's so um, cool. Yeah, I've done, I've done a chicken. But then I was like... He's got this mascot. He's got this pet in the office. I would love to commission a painting of him. And your work was so cool. And I'm a big fan of art, too. So I was like, could you do a chameleon? And you were like, can't I do Oh, I love it. That is so cool. And it looks, it looks exactly like him. Really? It looks exactly like him. Yes. No, this is perfect. This is perfect. Oh, oh my so gosh, glad. I love it. And I lo- this is um, – it's uh, like a uh, – what would you I call use the like just I, I use like gesso and it's acrylic paint mixed acrylic with – Acrylic paint. Yes, and it's also like with ink and chalk Gosh, and so cool. pastels. Oh, I love it. My oh, sta- I'm so And my glad. staff's going to love it and our patients are going to love it. Patients love the lizard, especially kids. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah that makes sense. You, yeah, uh, they probably sit there and stare Does Lido get to come out of the cage or does he, he does stay in there? from time to time. <gasps> Chameleons don't like that. Yeah, I would imagine. They're um, too beautiful. They're like almost like statues. Yeah, my six-year-old like- my six-year-old was studying uh, chameleons in his first grade class, and his teacher contacted me to bring him in, which was a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> to have like 30 clamoring six-year-olds like oh, all around me, touching him and wanting to – I let all of them like pet him and then – Did he look at you like you betrayed him afterwards? Well, he didn't <laughs> eat for three days afterwards. Oh, buddy. So uh, – <laughs> which they can do. I mean they can yeah, do that. They can survive but They still. can survive without oh, yeah. eating. Oh, here I wanted to show that. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yes. Show it. Oh, oh my gosh. Back, I let, thank you so much. There we go. There it is. If Whoop. you need – do you only do animals? Do you do animal like portraits or do you do? Yeah, I do mostly animals. That's what I've been doing. I actually just got another. I'm going to start a fluffy dog today. Ooh, a fluffy dog. A fluffy dog. I like that. I know it's kind of fun to go from like reptiles to cats to dogs to yeah. birds. Yeah, to you're whatever. all over the place. It's so good. I'm so glad you I, like it. I am hanging up. To, I'm actually going back to work today when Yay. I'm done here. I am hanging this up today. So where is the – what is the address of um, the Comfort Dental where Lido is yeah. and where the Lido <laughs> Lido where resides. Can find you. <laughs> Lido resides at – it's uh, 2004 Southeast 192nd Avenue. Okay. And it's technically a Vancouver address, but it's basically in, in Camas. Like the other side of the street is Camas. Okay. Uh, it's called Comfort Dental. Uh, and then we have another location on Mill Plain and Choklov. And I don't remember the exact address off the top of my head, but I only and work – you bounce between – oh, so you're just at the – I own both, and we used to, we, me and my partner split the responsibilities. Um, so I I might I go there sometimes, but not pretty much exclusively at the uh, 192nd Avenue okay. lo- location. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Brady, thank you so much for yeah, coming in. This, this has been awesome. fascinating. I think that's our show. I well, think thank really you. After one. Thank yeah. you for yeah, having 100%. me. Hundred percent. Yeah. It's just been so and, much fun. And thank you for I love you talking do. dental work. I know. Dental stuff. I love listening well, I, to it. I mean, it. yeah, it's fascinating stuff. And because you most too. people don't know the inside, like how it all works. You and know? if you want to listen like to more, soon to be listening to the Drilled Podcast. Yeah. yeah. Tune into our Instagram because we'll announce everything on our Instagram. Cool. Uh, Drilled Podcast uh, at Instagram on Instagram. And everything will kind of go there. 
And we're going to start releasing some teasers. We got some really funny teasers from some of our guests who have uh, experienced the nitrous. Oh, wow. It's uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That's pretty amazing. Uh, And we'll post the address and everything on this episode, too. For anybody who wants to get those details, we'll we'll have a link there um, for all of Brady's stuff. Yeah. For the for the podcast and for the and for comfort. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks guys. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you. So much. This You're just gonna stick here because we're just gonna wrap it up right now yeah. with, with you on here. Great. Um okay. send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call 503-575-9120. Tomorrow on the show we're gonna be joined by Bree Bry from the Portland Mercury. Bree Bry, last on, I think talking about what was Hump. Talking about? Oh yeah, Hump Festival. Yeah. So now she's gonna yeah. be talking to us about Portland Pizza Week. From which Hump is Festival up. to Pizza. So we're talking about all the things. All the things. Yes. So Bree is going to be joining us uh, tomorrow. And uh, hit subscribe wherever you find this podcast. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you get every episode. And I think I'm probably forgetting something, but it doesn't really matter are. at this point. Like, thanks yeah. to Brady Smith. Thanks, Brady. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and Joshua, wherever you are. Yes. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dug up.